0: Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Best. This is the best of the best show, the new version of the best show. And for people who don't know, the best show takes place each and every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. till midnight over at thebestshow.net. And if you uh, are new to the program, these are little bite-sized greatest hits samples of what we do every week. So check this out. And if you want more, you can listen to the full three-hour extravaganza and check it out. And if you want to support The Best Show, the way to do that is to uh, download the episodes and to give us reviews on iTunes and to tell people that the show is back and that you like it. So please check out this new episode of Best Show Best. Oh, let's get back to the phones and see what is up. Best show, you're on the air.
1: Hi, is this Tom Sharpling? Yes, this is Tom. Hey, Tom, this is Skip Magellan of the U.S. Postal Service. I'm your mail carrier. Skip, hey, how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, I wanted to thank you.
0: You um delivered a package, an Amazon package for me, and you put it on my back porch during the snowstorm, which was fantastic. Cause, and you even put it in a plastic bag, which kept it dry. And, and uh, yeah, thank you so much. That was really well, nice of you.
1: Of course. I mean, that's that's what I do. And it, it was no problem at all. And, and I, I want to say, uh, you know, it... I was going to take a chance and leave it on the front stoop but it it did it looked very wet so mm. I, I I took it around back. I I just want to make sure that you actually got it because oh. uh I, you know I wasn't sure if my writing on the note that I left in the mailbox was legible. My my fingers were so cold that day I was like oh. they were frozen. It's it's brutal out. Yeah, I uh I got it. That's thank you. Of course. Man, that was that was quite a day. I barely made it back to the post office that night roads were so treacherous
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's been rough i mean um i'm glad i'm glad you made it back okay when the when everything was so so snowy and icy then and um yeah i I really
1: appreciate the effort too of course you know it's my job and you know the motto neither rain nor snow right
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: yeah hey i've got a question is this what is this like a radio show or something what is it
0: yeah. It's 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 like an online show. It's uh it's like a like a kind of a call in type show. Yeah. Oh. It's it's uh you know, I'll talk about uh what's been going on with things, you know, current events and whatnot and
1: kinda a little bit of everything. That's really cool. wow you- i did not I d I didn't I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Um Hey Medic, I could I could get your take on this 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 Brian Williams thing? Yeah, I guess What do you what do you make of this?
0: Well, he got suspended today for 6 months. Oh, I yeah. didn't hear that, really? Yeah, it just came down. He just got suspended for 6 months. And Wow, uh,
1: hard to come back
0: from that, right? Yeah, I don't know. I maybe maybe that's enough time that he can get some distance from all this stuff now, but it's he's never been my uh all-time favorite guy, so not that I'm rude against him, but it's 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 just it's not uh it's not surprising when people kind of do that
1: thing where they go on a lot of talk shows and right yeah you know you know what well, I mean oh I I do I, I'll I'll tell you one thing about this guy uh huh he is in deep trouble with the postmaster general Brian Williams is yeah yeah how so well you know they're doing all all this. Checking into into his reporting and his public appearances and stuff, and apparently, back in 2007, he did a speech for the higher ups at the Postal Service, and he said that he worked as a mail carrier for a summer when he when he was younger. Really? And, yeah, and uh, of course, no one no one checked on it because it was Brian Williams, America's funniest newsman, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is America's funniest newsman. Yeah. But I'll tell you,
1: word on on the mail route uh-huh. is that it's a total BS hit. That he was uh, uh, a mail carrier. Oh, yeah. He never slung the white envelope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? I'll tell you, the the closest that Wimple Dimple ever got to the postal service is when he interviewed Ben Gibbard uh, last October on Brian Williams' Indie Rock Halloween special. Did
0: you catch that? No. I, I, I did not see... Uh what was it, Brian Williams?
1: Indie rock Halloween special. I think the best part was when Spoon did Monster Mash. Wow,
0: well, I can't believe I missed that.
1: Yeah, it didn't get great ratings.
0: Uh, well, that's not surprising. Yeah, I guess music is not always the highest-rated stuff when they yeah. do they do specials and things like that.
1: Yeah. Oh, did you hear about Ben Gibbard breaking his arm the other day? Did you see that? No. He did, yeah. He had a photo on on Instagram. Um, From what I heard, he was running a marathon while carrying a bear that was taped to an alligator, and then he slipped on a wet magazine and he blew out his forearm. It was really sick. Wow.
0: Wait, he was carrying a bear taped to an alligator? Yeah, it's this new extreme,
1: uh, super extreme marathoning that people do.
0: I mean that's beyond extreme.
1: Yeah, and like some some people will will like carry chainsaws the whole way, while their head just waving them around, while they're running a marathon. Yeah, yeah, very
0: dangerous, very treacherous. It sounds extremely treacherous, doesn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I I I don't know. That's I don't uh, know. That's something. That's something else.
1: Yeah. Anyway, getting back to Brian Williams, mm-hmm. lying about being a mailman is not something you want to uh, ever do. Okay. Uh-huh. I mean, I I know it's a cliche, but what Newman said on Seinfeld is true. When you control the mail, you control infotainment.
0: I'll wait. From Seinfeld, the quote Newman, his his Seinfeld's rival on on the show, yeah, was a was a mail carrier. He said. Well, it's information. He said when you control the mail, you control information. You Oh, uh, no. Why? You said infotainment. That's what I thought it was. No. It's information. Guess who got that tattooed on his shoulder? Uh, you did? You got yep. that? You got, when you control the mail, you control infotainment tattooed on your...
1: On your shoulder. Well, I did the the ellipses between control and infotainment. <laughs> well, you know, it double ellips- <laughs> a, It was a double ellipsis.
0: Okay, so like six.
1: Like six of them. Yeah. Wow,
0: that's that's a pretty extreme uh, tattoo to not get uh, confirmation on before I you know. kind of pull well, the trigger I feel, on.
1: I, I feel very foolish now. Uh huh. Wow. Well, like a ju- a juvenile buffoon. Juvenile buffoon. I do. Well, look, anyway, Mm -hmm. Brian Williams lying his wimple off about this only ends up taking away from those celebrities who actually did their time as mail deliverers, you know, before they made it big, of course.
0: Huh. Like, like who, who, uh, who, which celebrities were mail carriers before they uh, made it?
1: Off the top of my head, um, Gerald Ford, uh, John Wayne, Jackie Gleason. Mickey Mantle, Cornelius Bumpus from the Doobie Brothers, uh, Charles Lindbergh, uh, who else? Don Cheadle, Paul Stanley. Drop my wallet. Oh. Gotta get a, i got to get a chain for this thing. I'm
0: sick of it. It's a thing now. Maybe it's the winter is why. The, it just seems to happen in the winter. Do you drop your wallet often? Occasionally. It's very frustrating. Do you know where I dropped my... You'll never guess... The last time I dropped my wallet was about four days ago. Right. You'll never guess what it fell in. Pudding? No, it, it was not pudding. It was a a, a bowl of... Uh, like a dog food. Like a bowl of dog food. Oh, no. Yeah. Was the dog food moist? It was moist. How yeah. moist was it? It was, ve- it was very moist. Ugh, That's sick. And then your wallet got all moist, too. My wallet was so moist that it there's was...
1: N- there's nothing worse than than moist leather.
0: I don't know how to unmoisten it.
1: I wonder if you could just pop that in the microwave. There has to be like an mo- uh, anti-moist setting. I'm guessing like 32 seconds. You I know, wonder. it's worth looking into. It is. Because
0: I did not like the way my wallet felt after no. that. Who, who else? I'm trying to
1: think who other, if, if there were a couple more famous... Uh, mail, mail carriers. Oh, uh, Justin Timberlake, uh, A.J. Foyt, Marilyn Monroe, Evelyn Champagne king uh, Stephen Hawking, Chris Mars, C. Everett Koop, I think, was one, uh, Kirk Douglas, uh, who else, Vern Troyer, Winston Churchill, of course, uh, Bjorn Borg, Ernest Borgnine, um, Kurt Vile, uh, Albert Einstein, G.G. Allen, Julius Irving, Harpo Marx, uh, Richard Marx, Mark Spitz, uh, Spitz sticks from Fear, Pope Francis. And that's just to name a couple. A couple um, mail carriers. Yeah. Yeah. Those heroes who have lugged the brown satchel. Ugh,
0: the brown satchel. That's what you call it? Yeah. The b- heroes who lugged the brown satchel. Yeah. You make it sound disgusting. It's not, though. Well, it's it's a it's a...
1: Weird turn of phrase. Well, you know who else had a mail route? Who's that? Joe Namath. The football star. He did, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Huh. Oh, That's man, crazy. speaking of, have you heard this thing called the Joe Show? It's this guy, he's from Newbridge, and his name is, um, it's, um... Oh. Brother,
0: Brother Ron. Yeah, Brother, Brother Ron. Ron. Brother Ron. Have you one.
1: heard it? Uh well, he does this thing on his podcast. <laughs> this thing where he does—it's like a talk show between the two unlikeliest people, Joe Walsh from the you know the Eagles, mm-hmm. and Joe Namath. Yep. And his imitations are spot on. I, I'm really good at imitations, but I'm not as good as he is. So it's like it's something like, uh, like, hey, Joe Davis, how's it going today? I just got off tour with the Eagles. And then Joe Namath will say, oh, well, I I haven't played uh, football for quite a while, but when I did play, uh, I had a lot of fun until my knees uh, got broken during a play. Uh
0: Uh-huh,
1: yeah. Uh, Something like that. Well,
0: I got to say, Skip, um, Uh Brother Ron stole that from me. The whole Joe show thing was my routine that I've been doing for a while now. And that's my brother, Ron, and he just took it from me. Uh, he's been wholesaling that. Uh, ever since he heard me do it, he decided to just take it and not give me any credit for it.
1: You don't have to do this, Tom. <laughs> I don't have to do what? Just let someone else have, have some some notoriety, okay? Not a big deal. There's enough fame for everyone out there.
0: There's enough fame. Okay, that's
1: what it's all about.
0: Yeah. Fame? Oh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, you know,
1: there, there's enough for everyone. Look at Bob Dylan, you know? hmm Another mailman. Really? Oh, yeah. He he sorted mail in, in uh, Hibbing when he was just out of high school. You know that song, uh, Boots of Spanish Leather? Mm-hmm. Well, that's about him accidentally dropping a very important package down a storm drain once. The, the song boots of spanish leather. Yep, yeah, yeah. The package contained these very expensive Spanish boots and Bob knew that he was going to be in huge trouble. So you know what he did? What? He split for New York City the next day. Uh-huh. And that's what brought him out there. He he arrived at Woody Guthrie's bedside in New Jersey, mm-hmm. still wearing his mailman shorts.
0: So when he so the the, the famous time when he went to visit Woody Guthrie, Yep, in the hospital, he was yeah. still dressed like a mailman.
1: Well, he had the shorts on. Yeah, uh-huh. okay. It was February too, which is weird. Yeah, like what's he trying to prove? Okay, you grew up where it's cold. Yeah, you can handle it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the big deal is. I don't know. Hey, did you did you hear what he said at the at the at that Grammy thing the other night? I think it was like a a pre Grammy like award on, ceremony. Yeah, like some honor honorees or
0: something. Yeah. that took place. And he did this speech that, for him, it's strange. He's such a a private person. But he did this extended speech where he kind of, it was strangely, like, bitter about, like, uh, Lieber and Stoller and Mm. uh, Merle Haggard and uh, Tom T. Hall. All these peers, I guess, of his, more or less. And he, he, the ones who... He kind of used it as a platform to, to vent about these guys who he did not like or
1: felt liked him, which I thought was... That's very odd, yeah, to, to, to do that when you're being honored. And, you know, I'll be honest, I, I don't know much about Tom T. Hall or Merle Haggard, but, um, you know, I, I do like this band I saw on TV the other day called Georgia State Line. Uh-huh. They're kind of like, like if Winger played country. Georgia state line. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I you, don't know. You got to hear this this stuff. It's really good. Uh huh. Yeah. Sound, so well, sounds winger playing country. That sounds. Yeah. That. I I that sounds. That, that might not be for
1: me. Wait till you hear it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, have you seen this transcript of Dylan's speech? No. Well. You know, everyone's talking about his other stuff, but no one's commenting on the part where he says that the thing that he regrets most in life was being mean to Neil Diamond at the last waltz. Uh You know, and uh, he, he then said that Neil's song, Porcupine Pie, is as good as anything he's ever written.
0: Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash officehourslive.
1: So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them.
0: The song Por- Wow. Porky You song? Uh, sure. It's... it's really good. Ugh, it's not. Okay. You don't like it? I think it's uniquely bad.
1: Oh, well. You know, he also said that he wants to exsanguinate Ross Valerie, the bassist from Journey. I don't know why. I, I didn't
0: hear any of this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, listen, I should get rolling. Um, you know, and, and I've heard good things about this Genesis documentary. It, not really my scene, but I, I, I hope you like it. Um, all right, well, it was great to talk to you, Tom.
0: Wait. Uh, what did what you... Talk- oh, no. Uh, hold, on, hold on a second. What, what did you just say about the Genesis documentary?
1: Yeah, I, I just said that that's not really my scene. I, I'm into garage rock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, how did you know that the... Genesis documentary was in the package that I
1: ordered, uh,
0: the one you put on my back porch.
1: Oh, you know how shoddily Amazon packs those boxes of theirs? It it came open in in transit.
0: How how shoddily they pack their things? I think their things, their packaging is amazing. It's not shoddy at all.
1: All right. The package didn't come open. Uh Uh-huh. Tell you one thing: the, those Amazonians pack those things tighter than Barry Gibb's pants on the spirits having flown tour.
0: Yeah, no, the, the uh, Amazon packaging is is it's pretty pretty tight. It's pretty hey, speaking tight. Up, speaking yeah.
1: of, speaking of, do you remember this B.G. song that that, that went? Go, you're being a bitch, and it's the last thing I need from you. <laughs> I'm having no luck finding this thing on iTunes, and I'm 99% that. Sure, that it's on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Well, it's a def- that is, you're, well, you're. Well, let you- me sing it again. Girl, you'll be in a bitch, and it's the last thing I need from you. I is- sure which guy sang it.
0: Well, it kind of sounds like you're doing uh, Barry. Merv. Who? Merv? Merv. There was no BG named Merv. Oh. But uh, I don't know that song. I know it's not on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Um, But what I do want to know, Skip, is uh, how you knew that Genesis DVD was in my package.
1: I was doing a random safety scan and saw what was in it. What's that? I was doing a random safety scan and I saw what was in it. Uh, uh,
0: What is a safety scan? A random safety scan?
1: Yeah. Well, you know... Sometimes I x-ray random packages on my truck to make sure there's nothing like racine or uh, uh, bovine flu or anthrax or any other kind of thrax in the in the packages. Mm-hmm. It's a service I provide
0: free of charge because I care, Tom. Well, and what are you x-raying these packages with?
1: Well, I have a portable handheld x-ray device. Kern Medical Supplies makes them to see if people have the early stages of uh, pre-flagrant Rickets, which is of course a turbo version of post-flagrant rickets, hard to detect without an X-ray. Yeah. Well,
0: I, I got to tell you, that is a complete uh, invasion of people's privacy that you're you're x-raying packages.
1: But I'm keeping people safe, Tom.
0: Well, you know, it's 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 not up to you to determine that, and it's wrong. And, you know, you're you're lucky I don't report you. Like, I could report you to the police
1: for that. Why are you mad? It's not like you have anything embarrassing in your packages like Judge Davies. Okay,
0: well, that's nobody's business what's in anybody's package.
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing. Judge Davies has all these all these devices that he ordered from Germany. One of them, strap, strap yourself in, one of them was a device that was made out of Harden Bratwurst on a rotary telephone dial.
0: Well, I just, I just bleeped that. How much of it? Almost all of it. Oh. It had no pl- it has no place.
1: Okay. But um. I'll tell you, I, I do give him credit for this. He has been on the cover of Device Monthly seven times. He's a legend in that world. He even has his own hot sauce.
0: Device Monthly?
1: Yeah. That's a magazine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I I can't say the name of the hot sauce over the phone, though. I'd be jailed because it's so pornographic.
0: I I don't like any of this at
1: all. But you do like that I help people, though, right? How how are you helping people? Well, in addition to the aforementioned courtesy x-rays, I turn people on to things they might not know about otherwise.
0: And, And how are you turning people on to things they don't know about?
1: Well... Say during one of my courtesy x-rays, I see someone has ordered or eBayed a movie or, or a book. I'll, in turn, recommend something else that they might like that they might not know about. Uh-huh. Like, like take this. When Bryce Prefontaine ordered Dick's Picks, Volume 36, yeah. I recommended to him, Fish is a Picture of Nectar. Okay. Yeah. Or, or when Sheila Larson ordered Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. I recommended L. Strauss's For Whom the Table Saw Tolls. Uh-huh. Or, or like when you got that big box from Third Man Records last year. I slipped my band's CD through the crack in your uh, in your car window. Wait, what did you do? You
0: slipped a, C- a CD where? Through the crack in your in your car window. Through the crack in my car window? Yeah, your
1: window is rolled down a little
0: bit. I popped it in there. So you... Are you in the band Raging Monarchs? Yeah. Oh, why? Because I had found a CD in my car. Yeah. And I had no idea how it got there. I assumed it maybe I'd opened mail at the station and it fell out of my bag or something. But I didn't remember doing that. Right. And I got to tell you, that Raging Monarchs CD, that's some of the best... Garage Rock, you know, I've heard in ages. You know, it's like as good as anything on, you know, Goner or Hozak. Um, wow. Yeah. I listen to that CD every day for months.
1: Well, thank you so much. I mean, that, that that's so nice to hear. We really worked hard on it, and we all agreed that we wanted it to sound warm yet punchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's it's really... It, it's it's really kind of authentic without kind of having that, um, like, a retro sure, feel yeah, to yeah. it. Like, you actually capture the spirit of garage rock without – it's not like you're doing, like, a museum. Exactly, yeah. You know, and, and the, the, the one thing is uh, I was – you know, there were no credits really on it. There was, like, very few – credits listed because I was to figure out even who was behind this thing.
1: Well, you know, we want to keep some mystery to it. We don't want people to know everything about it, you Because know? mm-hmm. I mean
0: it was uh, really your band's really pretty rockin', and skip. Um thank you. Uh, it's like the I it's the kind of I would love
1: to see you guys live. Oh, uh, well no chance of that happening, unfortunately. The uh the raging monarchs are done deal. It was, a, it was a very bad ending. Really? Yeah. What, what, uh, what happened? Well, you know little Steven? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, me, uh, you know, of course, he's one of Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band's four guitar players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, he heard our album, It's a Doggy Dog World, and and he flipped over it. He loved it. So, he gets us to come over to Norway last year to... to play the house band on his series lily hammer mm-hmm. you know and he, he plays this kind of new york mob guy who's kind of in witness protection over in norway yeah
0: little Stephen has a show that's what on netflix i believe it's a netflix original yeah and it's it's called lily ham lily hammer hammer ha- hammer yeah, uh-huh. yeah and yeah. he's he yeah so he has that show so he Wow, he asked you guys to be on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, how cool a break is that? Really, really, that's kind of a big time for a, a band like us, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. So we go over there, and everything's awesome. Steven is totally cool. He let me wear one of his silken bandanas one night, and I'll tell you one thing. What's that? It was a total IPD.
0: An IPD? Yeah. What is What is an IPD?
1: An instant panty dropper? Why? Ugh, that's awful. It is awesome. In no, I said. Oh, what did awful. you say? I said awful. Oh well, I guess I guess we'll to agree to disagree on that one. But anyway, Stephen had these great Bruce Springsteen stories. Oh really? I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he's got plenty of them. Did you know that Bruce is obsessed with dying poor?
0: You know. A few years ago I, I had done an interview with a guy who had written a book about Bruce Springsteen claiming the same thing, but it turned out that guy was uh I guess I guess the simplest way to say it that guy was fraudulent. He he did not
1: the book was not real. His version of the book was not real. Huh. Well, I don't know anything about this guy that you speak of, but what he said is true. Bruce is terrified of being penniless really yeah yeah he sells magazine subscriptions when he's on tour how weird is that bruce springsteen does he does he sells them before the show sells them after the show sells them during the show wait during his show
0: yeah like during a bruce springsteen concert Concert. yep
1: like in a stadium he sells magazine subscriptions. He does. When he goes out into the crowd during those super long breakdowns, like like in that song, um, uh, what's it called, Mary's Place? Uh-huh. has a super long, dragged-out thing. He's down there in the crowd pitching Red Book and Men's Health subscriptions to fans. Pitching them? Yeah. That sounds he's, insane. He's handing them these little forms, and they, and they fill them out, and he puts them in his pocket. Oh, that's... So weird. That's That seems just ludicrous. Maybe you're ludicrous.
0: Well, maybe I'm ludicrous. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that sounds, I'm still going to say, what you just said sounds ludicrous. Okay. Well,
1: anyway, so everything's going great over there. We're all having a blast. Uh-huh. But then, I don't know, I guess I got, I got a little too comfortable with the other actors and the crew. And I start pulling these stunts Ugh, I don't like where this
0: is going. Like, no. like what, what kind of stunts were you pulling?
1: Well, I got really drunk one night, and I went to the Olympic bobsled run, you know, from the actual Olympics that they held there, mm-hmm. and I slid down it. Um,
0: okay, the, well, that just sounds dangerous. That doesn't really sound like a stunt.
1: Well, I used Little Stevens 1958 Strat as a sled. So you okay, so you went down
0: the bobsled run, yeah. on top of little Stevens, probably what his most treasured guitar is, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, He was livid,
1: yeah, I'm sure he was, he tried to put it somewhere, what was left of it, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, and and then, like to make it worse, I was always imitating the Norwegian accent around the crew, and. I, a pretty good here for accents. I'm pretty good at them. Okay. So, like, I, I, I would go. Uh, you guys want some fish? How's the fish today?
0: Ugh. Do you want more fish today? This is your This is your imitation of the people of Norway. Yeah. Well, that. What kind of fish today? I've never been to Norway, and that mm. is super. S- super insulting and inaccurate. I've never even been there, and I know how insulting that is. Oh, man. Well, I was also doing a lot of
1: USA number 1 stuff.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I was telling them that we invented heat and snow plows and that they'd all be speaking Japanese if it wasn't for good old Uncle Stan.
0: Uh-huh. Uncle Stan. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's Uncle Sam, not Uncle Stan.
1: Is it? Yeah. Oh, great. Right.
0: And you ha- you have no... So they, they'd be speaking Japanese if it wasn't for us. Are you sure it's Uncle Sam? I'm positive it's Uncle Sam. Great, guess who got that tattooed on him? <laughs> what did you get, Uncle Stan? Uncle Stan will crush you. <laughs> well, even if you got Uncle Sam right, the right. will crush you is
1: not a thing. Sure it is. is. Isn't it? I thought that was the Marine thing. Oh, um- I thought Semper Fi meant we will crush you. Okay,
0: well, you're not a Marine, though, are you? I could be, though. I've okay. had a lot of push-ups in my life. <laughs> sure, but that's neither here nor there. You're not supposed to go get Marine tattoos on you if you could have been a Marine.
1: Wait, what did you say? That's neither what? You're neither here nor there. I thought it was, that's neither here nor there. Like you're comforting a woman named Nora. You... Here,
0: Nora. Nope. There, no, there. That's, that's not it. Nope. Huh, okay. I hope you didn't get that tattooed on you. I'm going to tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you just, that's your gain now that you didn't get that tattooed on you.
1: I like that, yeah. You're uh-huh. a gain now.
0: Uh-huh. You're I gonna, get that tattoo. You tomorrow. are. I knew you were going to yeah. get that tattoo. You're not, you can't resist, can you? I
1: can't. I hear things and then <laughs> they pop and I want them on me. Yeah. Uh huh. Right? Uh-huh. Also, sure. I was doing mucho rails during the shoot. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I go on vacation, I go on vacation, Tom.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So you're in Norway with your yeah. band, lucky enough to get a break to be on this show. Right, right. And then you're just off the, going. You're, oh, no pun intended, off the rails. Right. Oh, good one. Yeah. When you
1: were like, on the rails. Like well, so it all comes to a head one day. Uh-huh. And I got really out of control, and I threw this major tantrum during a take. Okay. They, they were getting close-ups of everybody in the band, and I just didn't feel like I was getting enough, enough screen time, enough glory. Uh-huh. So I, I got really mad, and I went up to the camera, and I ripped it off the tripod. Uh-huh. And I ended, ended up kicking it through the snow like a soccer ball for a mile until it went into a semi-frozen lake. You kicked the camera for a mile. Yeah, just kicking it. Yeah. And then the entire crew, plus little Steven, chased me. Can you imagine little Stephen running? I can't. Yeah, it's tough stuff. So they chased me through the woods for yeah. three days. Three days you were getting chased? Yeah, I barely survived. All, all, I, all I had to eat were snow steaks.
0: What, what is a snow steak?
1: They're just snowballs that I made into the, the shape of steaks. Snow. They didn't really taste like, like steak, Tom. No, they, okay, no, they probably tasted like snow. Yeah, no matter how much A1 sauce you put on, they still just taste like snow. Wait, you had A1 sauce on you?
0: Yes. Why? That's the most troubling thing I've ever heard on in the history of this show. You know what's
1: more troubling? <laughs> what's that? When they found me? Yeah. They whipped my bare haunches with little Stephen's hard-frozen bandanas. They froze them. They froze his bandanas? They dipped them in water, and then they froze them in hopes that they would be able to do a haunch beating. And they, sounds like they did it. They did do that, and while they were doing it, those cruel new Norwegian bastards would yell stuff like, You unklagen." Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: Well, I, what does you unklagen" mean?
1: Well, it translates loosely to, you annoying piece of damp, fetid trash with no homeland to speak of. Very um, insulting. Yeah, Unclogging. I didn't know. Okay. They took my passport and they fed it to an ice walrus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't even know those things existed. This thing was scary, Tom. It was like straight out of 20,000 leaps beneath the sea.
0: Leaps? Uh, it's, okay, 20,000 leagues beneath the sea.
1: What? What, like sports leagues no like people can't breathe under the water even athlete, athletes are in shape though but I, I I don't think they could do that either
0: yeah I don't I don't think they could as well but I mean they have some decent lung capacity right mm-hmm. athletes yeah I'm sure they do because yeah. they're in really good shape probably not bowlers though you can't really call that an athlete can you a bowler I don't think so you know baseball players get a rap there was this guy John crook was at an airport once, and and a woman oh. said to him, uh, "Oh no!" She said, "Hey, it's that you're you're, uh, you're John Crook, You're an athlete." And he said, "Lady, I'm not an athlete. I'm a baseball player."
1: Oh, uh, was he a load or something?
0: Well, he was b- not small, yeah, but he was uh, baseball. The whole point is that baseball players don't—they're not like football players or hockey players or basketball players, where they're in. Running around nonstop,
1: I think I, I, I catch your drift there, Tom.
0: Okay, so you yeah. didn't get what I, I, I said. I
1: didn't until just now. No. Yeah. Okay. Well. But it, so anyway, I, I was stuck in Norway for a month. Uh huh. I had no passport. I ended up having to work in a fishery, just to make enough enough uh, whatever their money's called to get home. Okay. Yeah. That's why your mail was being delivered by my fill-in Rodney that whole time.
0: Oh, Rodney. I that guy. He oh, no. what did he, he do? Well, it was just troubling. This guy, who took your route over, right? He would just kind of like when he would carry the pack. When he would be kind of like going across everybody's lawn, right? He kind of had this weird like limp move like he would like drag like he had a dead leg or something. We call him the dead leg
1: meanderer.
0: Yeah, but he didn't cuz I would watch him as soon as he would finish delivering all the packages, he would then walk normally to his mail mail truck. He's faking that? It was strange, yeah. That little turd. <laughs> it was very weird. That guy
1: it, I'm I was glad you were back, Skip. Thanks. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm I'm glad to be back, and I'm mm-hmm. uh, lucky to be back here, you know, with my crotch marbles intact, mm-hmm. and thankfully I got, I got the job back, you know, and uh, like I'm sorry that was a long story, but basically that's that's the reason I'm out of the music business. You know, it's just too too dangerous, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So from here on out, I'm sticking to uh, postalnography. What's that?
0: Postalnography. What is Postal-nography? Yeah, yeah. What is is that? Well, you know how a lot of today's erotic
1: entertainment is so specialized?
0: Um, I don't exactly know what you mean, no. Well, like indie porn, for example.
1: Okay, I don't know what indie porn is. You're kidding. No, I'm not. Wow, well... There's all these X-rated movies that are being made now that are aimed at, at, you know, kind of aging indie rockers.
0: Porno movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aimed at, like, music, like indie rockers.
1: Exactly, yeah, people who are into that stuff.
0: I have never heard of these. Yeah. Like, do you know, like, what's the name of one? Give me the name of one.
1: Uh, I'll try to think of one for you. um, oh, well, you know, there's, there's the Hoosker Dude, uh, Rocket from My Pants, The Breeders, Immodest, Immodest Mouth, uh, Archie and Loaf, there's a Latino one called My Blood e Valentine, uh, Flaming Lips, Yolo Bango, Captain Beef Hard, STD Sound System, uh, Morishi, Fella Cooties, uh, Bell and Seb's ass, she's on. Oh. That's a stretch, right? That sounds like a stretch, yeah. Yeah. Uh Bright Thighs, Sleet Her, Kenny. Uh, Ron Moans, leaves home. Uh Good Speed, you black umpire. Uh what else is there? Dirty Projectors, uh, Bikini Jill. Bone Here Um <laughs> You'll never guess what I just saw. Um, what did you just see? I just saw a mouse with a, a very elaborate cape. Uh-huh. What else is there? Uh, VD on the radio, uh, built a spill mic. Right, I just had to bleep you. you oh, you did? Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, that's just to name a couple. Uh-huh.
0: Well, yeah. those titles are so truly disturbing, well,
1: Skip. I know. They are, aren't they? Uh-huh. That's why my postalography films are going to be way more tasteful. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to be the Larry Flint of postal-centric erotic films, Tom.
0: Oh, so they're going to be tasteful like Larry Flint's uh,
1: work. Oh, his stuff is very tasteful. I've already written two features. Okay. Yeah. What, what, What features have you written? Well, one's called Fondle My Mailbag, and the other one's called Side Door Deliveries.
0: Side, I don't even know what you mean by side door deliveries.
1: Well, what door should the, the deliveries go to, Smarty Pants?
0: Uh, you know, you know, Skip. I, I don't want to discuss any of this uh, on the show or with you off the show. I don't want to discuss
1: any of this. Ooh, well, that's going to make our relationship very difficult. How so? Are you ready? Uh huh. You are going to help me write these things. Oh, uh, okay. I'm Look, gonna... I, I know you subscribe to those screenwriting magazines like ScreenScribe and Movie Pencil. Uh-huh. Y- you got to know what you're doing, right? Yeah, well, it's, again,
0: it's none of your business that you know that, but. You, well, you, it's, it's true.
1: P- p- come on, I need you to help me with the dialogue and the story. I can't wait to hear your words coming out of my mouth. Out of your mouth? Oh, yeah.
0: How are they going to be coming out of your mouth? I'm the star of these movies.
1: Oh. Yeah. My erotic film star name is Ulysses S. Mail. U.S. Mail. And, Tom. What? Guess how Mail is
0: spelled. Well, how how ma- let me let me go out on a limb here. I'm going to okay. assume. Uh-huh. I just I, like, I'm not even going to assume. I'm going to just it's a shot in the dark. Right. You're spelling male, M-A-L-E, not mail, M A L E, not M A I L. Wait, what kind of sorcerer are you? So, it's it's not the hard. It was just a guess. I'm not a sorcerer, and um, yeah. Skip. No, I'm not going to write these things uh, for you.
1: Oh well, then I hope you don't mind never getting mail again. Well, you. you Cannot do that. That's I can too. I have and I will. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. I learned from the best of them. Keith Garfinkel. May he deliver in peace. Uh huh. Yeah, he was stabbed.
0: Keith Garfinkel. Yeah. So I don't. So he taught you how to do this. He did, yeah. Uh huh.
1: But come on. Oh, come on. What, 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 what? What's going on? Oh, I've been I've been in the drive-through at Fudge Burger this whole time. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Super long line. They're giving away fudge fries with every Fudgezilla burger. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh no. I'll, you don't like that? It's super yummers.
0: Oh, I don't like it. Oh,
1: that. total yummers. Have you ever heard that before? Yummers? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Oh, my friend Michael turned me on to it. He loves saying it. Yummers. Yeah. Come on, you dinkleberries. Ugh, very frustrating. Come on. Yeah, my mail truck has two horns. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah?
0: I heard the second horn there, yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, well, I'll see you in the writer's room, Tom. Um, well... You're gonna be there!
0: Skip, I'm not helping you with any of this stuff. It's not gonna happen. There's... I think he hung up. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Skip. Skip. You're killing me. Thanks again, everybody, for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for uh, supervising the episodes. I want to thank Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martin Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, John Worcester, of course, and you. And once again, listen to The Best Show live each and every Tuesday night on your computer at thebestshow.net. Thanks so much.